When you visit your doctor, they'll often run tests. And those tests are designed to give them an indicator of how you're doing. They're like your health markers. Those tests will come back with numerical values. And they'll compare those numerical values to ranges that say, hey, if you're within the range between A and B, then you're normal, you're healthy. If those numbers start to move outside of the range, then your doctors will show some concern. And they may say something to you like, if you don't turn this around, then we're going to come up with a plan to medicate you in order to help you and bring these numbers back into range. And you may be okay with that. You may not be. What they're really saying is important. They're saying, if you don't change the way you do things, change your habits in an effective way that will net you a correction in those numbers, then we're going to do it for you. And that's just something that I'm not okay with. For me, I'm going to work hard. I'm going to do what's required. I'm going to work the right information. And that's the basis of this podcast is to make sure that you have the right information so you can make those changes. Recently, I did a series of podcasts on hypothyroidism which is a condition that impacts many people and often goes undiagnosed. And its symptoms are varied. You can lose your hair. You can have cloudy thinking. It can impact your mood, your energy. So there's so many different symptoms that aren't the same for everyone that it often goes misdiagnosed, undiagnosed, or unnoticed until dot, dot, dot. Well, recently, I got a phone call. I got an email, actually, from a young lady who listened to the first episode in the series on hypothyroidism, and she was so excited to hear it and to share with me that she was able to do what the doctors want you to do. She was able to take the advice and change her lifestyle in order to correct the situation once she got the proper diagnosis the right advice, and she was more than happy to share her own journey and what that looked like for her. It was fantastic that she called in. We had a wonderful conversation, and I think you'll get a lot from it. I want you to take a listen, and if you have questions, shoot me a note at Coach B. Moore. If you're working on a specific goal, a health goal, a body goal, an athletic performance goal, and you think you'd benefit from having some help, I'd love to help you. Visit eatingforabs.com slash audit. E-A-T-I-N-G-F-O-R-A-B-S dot com slash audit. We'll take a snapshot into your lifestyle and what you're currently doing, what you're eating, how much, what your sleep is like, what your training is like, and we will develop a plan together to go from where you are to where you want to go. Eatingforabs.com slash audit. I'm looking forward to speaking to you. So now we're really talking. This is where we should have began right here. Stress is <laughs> the beginning of the conversation. Yeah. I, I had this moment. I had this epiphany of the rat race in mm-hmm. D.C. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked for the federal government since Howard. Right. The entire time. Intel classified, leaving the country, locked away in skiffs, underground, all this stuff. And I was wiped out completely. Do they do anything for for you guys in terms of giving you tools for shedding stress and, you know, how, what mechanisms should you be employing knowing it's such a high stress position? Um, yes, they started to implement the the fitness programs when I was at the intelligence command mm-hmm. at Fort Belvoir. They did have that and you could have like free personal trainer. Um, you you were actually we were given three hours a week covered workout time okay gym time right three hours 
I'm pretty sure it was three hours that you got included. And then anything after that, you would have to, you know, work your schedule around to do that. So it was good. I was definitely using it. But if you've been doing this for 16, 17 years, getting up at four and getting in the slug line and getting to DC and the late nights and all that stuff, it was, it was a lot. And I looked at my kids and I was just like, you know what, this, this isn't living. This isn't, this, this is, this is crazy. Like I'm literally, I feel crazy and I don't know how much longer I can do this. And and it just, I just cut the cord and I just left. I hear it. So what is different now? Aside from the work thing being different, what are you doing different? Um, I'm outdoors more. Um, that was a huge difference. The beach being three miles from my house, mm-hmm. literally every week, every Saturday or Sunday, I'm at the beach. Right. Guaranteed early morning, eight, nine o'clock. I'll take the dog. We'll go. We just, I just drive. It's not even five minutes and right. boom, I'm on the coast. That's great. So that was one thing working from home now is another thing that made a huge difference. Right. Um, I can work on my patio. It's hot. It's, you know, it's comfortable. It works. Right. That, um, of course, changing my diet, um, getting the diagnosis. Actually, that was like the what? Stop it. I'm sick. (laughs) Right. Wait a minute. I'm sick. Hold up. On top of all that, I'm sick. Right. So the stress and everything from, you know, being up there, um, the doctors up there didn't didn't catch it. And that's not uncommon for that. Yeah. Um, it was crazy. I, that what started now, now I'm thinking back again. Okay. So 2015, I got really sick. I went to um what embassy? I went to the embassy uh, Paris for a detail. I came back, I got really sick. I started breaking out into hives. I was, my hands were itching. They were red, all this craziness. I had a fever um, and they thought it was something with travel. Went to the hospital. I was really, really like the hives were all over my body and they didn't know what it was. And they tried to treat me with prednisone and all of this stuff. And then I broke out worse. And then they gave me morphine and my throat turned and I started like not breathing. Right. Um, and they said, well, it's something with your immune system. We just don't know what it is. And we're going to send you home. Thanks. That's what happened. <laughs> Thanks. That's what you got for that, me. <laughs> that's what happened. That was 2015. Didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Didn't know. Mm-hmm. Kept working out with my trainer. Cause I work out with, I worked out with Benny up there. I don't know if you know Benny. I don't know Black. Benny. Okay. He's in DC. Worked out with him. I was working out five days a week. Doctors told me stop working out so much. Okay. I was like, what? Because I when after I would work out is when the hives would flare up. Okay. And I would be itching and all this stuff in my hands. And we thought it was the turf where I was doing the push-ups. Like we tried to figure it out. I was starting wearing gloves, like all this stuff. I moved here in 2016 and I started getting white spots on my body. Mm. Vitiligo. Okay. Like diagnosed, that's what it is? When I went to the doctor. I, I saw somebody here. Yes. She was like, um, you have a Lago. I was like, Oh really? Like what, what is that? It was like on my foot. 
And she was like, well, you know, that thing that Michael Jackson said he had and he turned white and all this stuff. She's like, so uh, we could go about this a couple of rounds. I could just prescribe you some cream or we could do some more lab work and figure out what's really wrong with you. Mm-hmm. And she was like, it's also vitiligo is usually an indicator of something else with your immune system. She was like, I have a feeling I know what it is, but we're going to run some tests and we're going to see. We're going to check your thyroid. Okay. Have you ever had issues with thyroid? And I was like, no. I mean, my doctor always says I'm fine. Right. You're like, what is a thyroid? <laughs> right. But it's weird because my mom had issues with her thyroid probably about 10 years ago. Okay. And it was like a small thing. And then she was good after she like did something. I don't know. She didn't take meds, though. I remember she didn't take meds. But she was telling me that she had some thyroid issues. Mm-hmm. So she said, so my doctor was like, okay, I'm going to take this baseline test. And based on that test, she said my number was normally a doctor would look at it and say that it was normal, but she could tell that the number wasn't normal. So she sent me in for more testing where they tested my TS4s, my three, um, the antibodies. Mm -hmm. She did like all this stuff. I remember I gave like six, seven vials of blood and I was like, you got to be kidding me. This is crazy. Right. And then came back and she said, you have Hashimoto's. You do. You have hypothyroidism, Hashimoto's. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? And, and then I, I started telling her some of the different things that happened. My hair fell out in 2015, 2016, in the middle. Hair right. fell out. I, I broke out into hives. Um, I was feeling crazy, like, for, you know, a good minute. We were questioning whether it was my workouts or whatever. And she was like, yeah, they probably, you probably had it then. And they probably could have caught it sooner. But they didn't know where to look. They didn't really check. They did your blood work. I see that they checked you, but your numbers were kind of within normal range there when you were in D.C. But here they're lower. They're slowly going down. And she looked like the past couple of years, the numbers have been going down all Mm -hmm. the time. Didn't know it. And so then we went through the whole, Okay, I need to send you to a dermatologist. We're going to get, you know, the the vitiligo looked at. So I went to see a dermatologist who was really good. And he put me in UV box because it started to spread in other areas. UV box will stop it. I never even, I don't know anything about that. The UV box helps to regenerate the melanin. Okay. In your skin. So then he proceeded to tell me, okay, um, have you been to a nutritionist yet? Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, you need to go to a nutritionist. You need to get some more work done. I'm going to send a message back to your primary care. We need to get you an appointment to get you a nutritionist so we can talk about your diet. Okay. And then that's when the whole gluten thing happened. They ran some more blood tests on me. They, they stuck me all up my arm. They did all that stuff. And we figured out, well, he already knew it. The nutritionist was like, you know, that hypothyroidism is a direct correlation with um, gluten. Okay. And they said, have you ever been diagnosed with leaky gut syndrome? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, like a while back, but I you thought just it left was that done. Out. You just left that out casually. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> like, that was a decade ago when I had kids. Like, I don't remember. And it's just like leaky gut syndrome, gluten intolerance, all those things are all connected to hypothyroidism. Right. He was like, so guaranteed we take you off the gluten, remove all of the gluten from your diet, and you will feel better. And what was, was your what was your regular diet like before that day? So what was like an average day of eating? What were some man, of the common foods? Listen, okay, so I was good though, because at that point I had lost like twenty pounds. Okay. 
from working out with Benny and being consistent. Mm -hmm. But I did eat potatoes. Mm -hmm. I ate bread. Mm -hmm. I love bread. Like my mom is West African. She cooks rice and potatoes and, you know. Right. So that and then fried chicken. Okay. All right. Chicken and waffles. I bake incessantly for my children (laughs) from scratch. Red velvet cake. Lemon pound cake, like all of this stuff that I was putting in, that was making me sick. Right. Didn't even know it. Mm-hmm. So, so that was how I was eating, kind of, sort of. Yeah. And so the nutritionist said you've got this direct correlation with uh, gluten and what changes do we want to make? So what, like, what are the tangible things that they were like, stop doing this and start doing more of that? They put me on 60 days, no gluten, no alcohol, no white, anything, mm-hmm. Ev- just stop everything for 60 days and let's see how you feel. And the puffiness in my face went away. Um, what else? Um, and I stopped eating meat. Okay. Um, well, what else was it? Um, the swelling. I was having swelling in my feet at the end of the day, like every single day. And we couldn't figure out what that was. The swelling stopped. The pain in my legs that was shooting down my legs stopped. Everything literally stopped when I took every piece of gluten. Like I read every container, anything that said we gluten, anything that was white flour, anything that was washing, everything left. The kids are like, what are you doing? I was like, we cannot eat this. We will be sick. I said, we. I was like, we will get sick. We, you're sick. We're not sick. I was like, no, but you'll get sick too. And got rid of every single thing. And it took six months of that. Mm. That's actually the, that is the way to do it. Parent, the, the weeb way is the way to do it. I, I really dislike when I hear people say that they make changes that they know are great for them. But then they make a second dinner for the kids with all the crap in it because that's what the kids Mm-mm. will eat, which nope. is crazy. Nope. We go to the farmer's market. We get all the vegetables that we want, everything in color. I got an addiction to purple potatoes and my <laughs> farmer's market guy, is he is tired of me right. at this point because I think that his purple potatoes are not up to par <laughs> and he needs to get a new supplier right. of purple potatoes. Whoever's growing them needs to fix the situation. Right. That's funny. So, so that that is what it became. It became a we thing. The girls had to get on board with it because otherwise, it was going to be a disaster. Yeah, we, we we all had to change. So, down to the supplements that I was taking uh, or that I taking um, magnesium, selenium, um, black seed oil, mm-hmm. um, cat's claw bark. I usually drink a cup of cat's claw bark. Um, that I got from DC from the Nile. What's 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 the the herb place? Blue Nile. Yeah, Blue yeah, Nile. Pyramid. One of those two. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I got some herbs from him, so I got mm-hmm. some cat's claw bark from him. I make that tea. I do turmeric just about every morning. Turmeric powder tea. Right. Um. So all those things. Um. What else? Probiotic. One billion cc. One billion whatever. Mm-hmm. The thirty four strains. Right. I take one of those every day. So. How is your experience now? What do you, how do you feel different from when you were not that, not at your sickest, but let's say that when you saw the nutritionist the day before, how do you feel different yeah. from then from now? 
Well, I was very skeptical of the nutritionist. Like I was just, you know, at first of all, I didn't feel good and I was cold and freezing, walking around with a scarf on in Florida. People thought I was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once I saw the change that actually happened and we looked at my blood work and we looked at, we checked my levels for arsenic. They checked my levels for, um, what was it? Alb- Albium or something. I guess there's certain things that can be present. Mercury, okay. check my mercury levels. He did all of those things. Um, because all of that is related to your diet and the food that you're consuming and what it's laced in, all the genetically modified foods. So right. check all those levels. They didn't see high levels of arsenic. They didn't see high levels of albumin or whatever else. But they did say, oh, my cashew consumption. I had to cut the cashews because they were poisonous to my blood. But um, I felt much better. And I felt like I got the tools that I needed that I didn't have to medicate myself. Right. That's huge. Big time. So what is your yes. diet like today? So you, to- you said a lot about what you took out. What is- and then right. now you said you eat a lot of, you go to the farmer's market, you get a lot of, yeah. you, eat, you eat the color wheel, which is fantastic. What are like yes. some common dinners that you guys make at the house now? All right. last, last night, because I was stressed about the election, it was sweet potatoes <laughs> and kale for dinner. Sweet potatoes and kale, just mm-hmm. sauteed. Um, I roast the sweet potatoes, you know, some chili powders, cayenne pepper, all that stuff. And then I cook the kale stovetop with red onions and garlic and all that. And then I, after the, the sweet potatoes are finished roasting, I pop them in the pan with the kale. Mm-hmm. And the kid, the girls love that. They like, she took the rest of school today. She's like, I'm so glad you made that. <laughs> like, oh, I'm so happy that you made that. So that was, that was today. Purple potatoes and sweet potato hash is, is common here. Mm-hmm. I do salmon. Okay. I will do a salmon. I will go to the, um, the wharf here. The right. wharf comes, everything comes in from either the Keys or the Bahamas here. So it's been kind of sketchy with red tide right now. Oh, um, yeah. The fish has been kind of sketchy. They, they, you know, cause I'll usually get grouper or, um, salmon, but I've been going to whole foods for the salmon because the salmon is coming from South America. So I've been kind of paying attention to the Florida fish right now, just because they said red tide popped up again in the keys okay. last week. So, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't want us to get sick. Right. Um, what else do I make? Um, of course, gluten-free pancakes, because sometimes we want pancakes. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Breakfast is gluten-free pancakes. Um, avocados, a lot of avocado. Um, what else is in there? Spinach. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes I, I, I always usually have in the fridge a tomato and cucumber salad, that's just ready on hand. Right. So if I'm hungry and I'll if just to keep, keep me focused and some couscous, some gluten free couscous mixed in there. So it's a cold salad that I can eat really fast. OK. Um, what else? What else? Just, I'm, I'm thinking it's so weird because everything is always fresh. Like every week I'm at the, the farmer's market. I'm getting green tomatoes. Some that turned red because I took too long to make them. Um. What else? What That's else? fantastic. What, else? what like all color, all all color, and and oh, vegan protein smoothie shakes on my kickboxing days, just so that I have that extra. Yeah, you know. yeah. What I hear you telling, what you, I hear you saying, is that you've added so much really good stuff, and I wonder. You know, there's no way to know, but how much of the benefit is from all the really fantastic stuff that you've now added to your diet 
versus the elimination of you've eliminated a whole like categories of stuff. Uh, Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, I think it's just fantastic. Number one, that you uh, made that you've adopted that much change that you adopted it and made it the rule for the family and that the girls have adopted too. How old are your daughters? 18 and 15. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Cause they're going to, they're at an age now where they can do it for themselves. They can make some, you know, in a, in a year, if not already, you know, your 18 year old is going to be. Oh, she's at college now. She's at Savannah college of art and design right. telling me about the juice bar across the street <laughs> and the stuff, the wheatgrass shots that she's getting in her smoothies now. So yeah, she, she took it with her. I was really shocked cause I was worried about the freshman 15, mm-hmm. but she's working out. She tells me, she's like, mom, I went to Zumba. Mom, I went to yoga. She's like, oh my God, they yoga. She was like, how do you do Bikram? This is crazy. She called me like Sunday, her and her roommate went to yoga. And I was like, well, good. I'm glad. Right. And she's like, but I got a smoothie. And she's showing me on FaceTime. So she's, it's, it's good. And my youngest, she was all the way live to go vegan, like completely. She's like, I'm ready, mom. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's go. I'm ready. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. So it's, it's cool. How have you how have you gone back and they've redone your blood work and what are they saying about your thyroid numbers? Thyroid numbers are so much better now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was like, it, it's so much better that the little ten milligrams of whatever level thyroxine that they wanted me to take. She was like, no. She was like, you're fine. Right. Go go ahead. Keep doing what you're doing. Just to, don't. You don't need it. Just go. So we just now it's my blood pressure. Like my blood pressure thing is an issue. Okay. Um, it's always been an issue since I had my girls. I had preeclampsia twice. Mm-hmm. So it never went. It's never been like, but weight management, proper diet, you know, all that stuff. But you're all over. How is your water intake? Oh my gosh. It could be better, but it's alkaline. Definitely 40 ounces a day. Definitely 40. Turn it up. I know. I know. Look, I know. look, you could either you could either do really great in all these areas and then have to take blood pressure medication or you could drink more water. What are you going to do? Yeah. I know. I need to drink more water. There you go. I know. Don't make me call you back tomorrow and ask you what you did. <laughs> I know. Double I know. It. And the, and the wine. It. I got to stop the wine. Like the wine has been like. Listen, one thing at a time. Double the water intake. <laughs> Double it, and okay. don't worry about the wine right now. Because if okay. you, you take on more change, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna crash. So double yeah. the water intake, and and then do that for instead of six months. Tr- check that again in three months, and watch them tell you what did you do because now your your blood pressure is in line. Okay, I definitely will. I'll do that. Good. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. So when I when I saw your email come out. And I was just like walking the dog. I was like, hi, let me listen to this. Let me talk about this podcast. Let me see what he's talking about. Did you listen today? I did not listen today yet because of the election stuff. Yeah. You know, I didn't because I I immediately zoomed into that. But I will listen today. It was about food today. The email today was about Hashimoto's hypothyroidism. Oh, my gosh. But you didn't listen. I didn't listen. Oh, my gosh. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm so mad. Okay, we're going to listen when we get on the phone. Good. That's so crazy. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. Thank you for That's reaching crazy. out and telling me. I mean, you know, this is what I want. I want to have the discourse. I want to be able to hear the problems, help with the problems. I want to be able to, you know, share the conversation when possible. So Absolutely. it's super helpful, you know? 
Absolutely. I feel like it's been the craziest thing because people don't talk about it. And then I hear more women talk about, oh, my thyroid. I got something. The doctor said something. I don't even understand what it is. And then when they see me post stuff, like I'll post my supplements, post like my box of whatever. And um, people always message me like, well, what did you do? My doctor said 50 milligrams. Of da, 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 da. And I was like, no, you don't. What you have to tell them, though, this is a tricky thing. This, you have to tell people that I saw a professional. Or I saw a team of professionals. Because if they're asking you what you did, the stuff that you did was for you. And right. though it's a lot of really positive behaviors, there was a diagnosis first. There was, an, mm-hmm. a, there was a, a consultation first. And mm-hmm. what you don't want to do is think that that, br- that brush, though a lot of the broad strokes work very positively, people shouldn't skip those steps. They have to get out and, right. and, and ask a professional, have the diagnosis. And then, you know, a lot of the stuff they do will be in line with what you're doing, but some of it might be very specific to them. So tricky balance. If you're working on a specific goal, a health goal, a body goal, an athletic performance goal, and you think you'd benefit from having some help, I'd love to help you. Visit eatingforabs.com slash audit. E-A-T-I-N-G-F-O-R-A-B-S dot com slash audit. We'll take a snapshot into your lifestyle and what you're currently doing, what you're eating, how much, what your sleep is like, what your training is like, and we will develop a plan together to go from where you are to where you want to go. Eatingforabs.com slash audit. I'm looking forward to speaking to you.